I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Hello, it's the Frank Skinner Absolute Podcast thing. And here we are in uh, the studio, obviously. Otherwise, what would be the point of the whole... Hold on a minute. (laughs) Father, the men, they're coming up the drive. (laughs) So, Ned Leather, that turn against me. Mr. Artwright, it's not that we've turned against you, but we kind of work for Ebony a week. Um, There'll be more of that episode of uh, Yorkshire Days next week. So, um... Yes, we've done the show. Mm. We're we're all on it. I'm I'm off to the football. I'll be honest with you. Mm. Um, I'm off to see West Bromwich Albion versus uh, Sheffield United. What about that? Oh, a glamour fixture. It is something of a glamour fixture. Yeah. Is John Terry playing today? John Terry is not playing for West Bromwich Albion or no. Sheffield United. I don't think you'll well, find he, he a might fall be has come that quickly. <laughs> yeah, let's yeah. face it. We'd accept him. Uh, he will be playing today. I imagine he might be having his leg pulled by some of the crowd. But you know, we'll oh, see that happens, happens, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah, they can be they can be ribald. A cruel mistress. Oh, sorry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so um, our guest today with was Alex Horn, who I I loved actually. He's one of those people who had great warmth about him. It was the beard, I think. He was lagged. He was well lagged. He was ever so sweet. He was sweet and uh, and funny. So um, I'm quite sort of biblical looking. He did. He looked a bit um, biblical, especially mm. when he parted in the centre at that uh, <laughs> at that point when I when I banged that big staff on the on the ground. That, I saw him that... eyeing that basket of yours. <laughs> he was, yeah. <laughs> oh, it takes me back. A little bit of leprosy as well. He had. Yeah. Quite. I don't know if you can say that. Now, what if his <laughs> solicitor says we get a letter saying suggested Alex Horn's got leprosy on the thing? That you know, you can deal with it. I'll pass it on to you. Let me say that. I said, let me say that. So I thought you hadn't heard. So um, yeah, that's that. And I'm I'm looking forward to hearing the show again myself. That's yeah. how much I liked it. She, Emily told me to be more positive in these intros. You see, <laughs> so I'm doing that. Yes. I think it's the best thing I've ever done. It's the best work I personally. I think the three of us. <laughs> I think we. If if there's a time capsule for this show, like like what they used to have on Blue Peter, I think we should put today's show in it. Mm. What about that? Why not? Did you see when they opened the Blue Peter time capsules? It was very very. It was a big moment. It was like the Millennium. They opened them up and rain had got in, and they oh, just took no. out this. That's very slime. British, isn't it? Yeah, the Labrador had drowned. They put in there. <laughs> I mean, it was always a risk, but it was. Um, yeah, that was a very tragic moment. I can hear a strange humming. Can you hear a humming? It's Adrian Hyatt. He's got some equipment in there. Oh, has he? Mm. What is he? There's a little bit of lathe operating <laughs> on the side. See, they don't pay him enough for the news thing. Because you think you're only on once an hour for, like, three minutes. I think he told me he got 18 quid a week. <laughs> he makes most of it up as well. What, the news? All the news. Yeah. <laughs> I think if I was a newsreader, I'd, I'd say one story a week. And I wouldn't even plan it before. I'd just think, oh, I'm going to improvise it. So I'd say, uh, a woman from Kent found uh, a medieval knight in her <laughs> garden today and um, set fire to him in a, in a fit of panic. And as the local council of Sudaf uh, Carbon Emissions um, 
a spokesman said it's um, health and safety gone crazy. No one would even question it. <laughs> yeah. Can you hear a star? I can hear, like, <laughs> wind blowing through a castle turret. That's all I can hear. It's, I feel that we it's could... It's Heathcliff. Yeah, it is a, it's all gone a bit Heathcliff. He didn't live in a castle. I imagine he lived in a big house yeah. rather than a castle. Yeah. Shall we see if we can get this to 40 minutes before the show starts? <laughs> I'm all for that. Um, I'm going to end with some animal impressions. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, a rat. <laughs> giving. Quite pleased with that one. I think perhaps we'll leave it there. I'm not, I'm not going to top that. Absolute Radio. This is uh, Frank Skinner, who's um, with Emily and Gareth on the Absolute Radio. And we're here on the Absolute Radio. So, um, good morning to you. I think I've already said that. I said that earlier. It's all right to say it twice, isn't it? Yeah, you said it loads. Yeah, I think it's okay. Reminds people, like, you know, when it is. So, um, everyone's talking about the England football captain, John Terry, this morning. The papers are full of it. In case you don't know the story, um, he shot 12 people in a burger bar (laughs) in the early hours of the morning. Um, It's caused a bit of a stir, as as you can imagine. Um, no, he didn't. Um, Before turning the gun on himself? Of course, yes. Matt, but, uh, but he missed, like he did that penalty. Um, no. <laughs> he is, according to the son, he is a liar, a cheat and a disgrace. Mm. That's enough about you, Frank. Oh, no. no. <laughs> yeah, well, he, um, yes, in case you don't know, he, I mean, what we're being told, and I presume it's true now, it seems to be. I'm going to say allegedly anyway, in case John Terry's lawyers are listening. Um I bet they're nice people. Well, I think they were in there. <laughs> <laughs> I bet they're lovely men. They were. Luckily, they were in the burger bar, so we don't have to worry about them <laughs> Lawyers anymore. slash bouncers. Anyway, yeah. carry on. So, um, do lawyers slash bouncers. <laughs> they, they want to be careful doing that, because they're, they're ones for retribution, the doorman. Um, yeah, so apparently he um, had um, a bit of a relationship with um, another footballer, it was called Wayne Bridge, with his um, wife, in case you haven't heard the story. So, not his wife, his girlfriend, he doesn't have a wife, but maybe he has a wife as well, I don't know, this is what it's like. I mean, it, it's like, it's like Babylon, it is. <laughs> These people and their modern relationships. Yeah, it's, I mean, you know, the, the footballers nowadays, so it's caused a bit of a stir. Mm. And I, I like the idea that John Terry, he's not a man who's prepared to travel, you know, if he's going to have an affair, he thinks, oh, who's in the room? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like these... I, I read that on, um, on dating um, sites you get on the internet mm. that the most ticked box is um, must live within five miles of my home. Oh, that's lazy, isn't it? It's, it's, it's good that people... I don't mind if she's a hunchback, <laughs> as long as I don't have to get two buses. I, I love that. So I think that's why he's probably done. I'll stick local. What's this yeah. bit there where John Terry said he tried to make her sign a confidentiality agreement and he paid her a pound? I'd want a hell of a lot more than a pound. Yeah, it's interesting you. that he paid her a pound. Um, perhaps she's a... I imagine he's a pound shop kind of a man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is a strange story, as you say. Yeah. Well, she's... I mean, they're all very lovely-looking women, but, I mean, I think you have to, you have to be in, under control. Anyway, they're now saying... Should they? Should he be dropped from the England team? That's the big debate. And, oh, I don't um, think so. Do you? Well, let's put it this way: um, not unless he has a drop in form. I'm all for a great moral stance, but I mean, if Wayne Rooney literally did kill some people <laughs> in a burger bar, I still don't think he should be dropped from the England team. I mean, it, it all depends on how good you are. But there's no sense in throwing away the World Cup just because you've broken a couple of hearts. 
I mean, you know, why, why cause more misery? And at least his mistress was quite classy. Well, that's always a good thing. I'm glad <laughs> I, I, he's actually gone up in my estimation, can I say? Well, he's gone up in all sorts of things. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Has he got... Well, because, because she's a bit well, she's French. she's all French and brunette and classy. I like her. <laughs> I love yeah, that, Vanessa Perron's cell. That does make it better. I mean, yeah. and, she, and she looked like Sam Fox. We'd have yeah. all thought, oh, well, isn't that typical? But now we're thinking, oh, you see footballers, they're getting much more sophisticated. Absolutely. Yeah. It probably wouldn't have been a burger bar, would it, looking back? It would have been a crepe house <laughs> if he had gone postal. It will happen eventually. Anyway, that was that. So um, it's, it's, it's a horrible story in many ways, but, you know, footballers. Mm. OK, um, I, I think I might play another piece of music. <laughs> I started off in a slightly squalid way. Let, I think I thought, we could start and end on something a bit happier before we play the first bit of music. Okay. Well. Um, John Terry was voted Daddy of the Year. <laughs> That'll do me. <laughs> Absolute Radio. Saturday morning. Indeed. Uh, this, I actually got a basket case this morning. Did you? Yes. Um, I got a gift from uh, Absolute. I got a, a hamper. Oh. In a, in a wicker wicker case thing. I'll show it. I'll t- I'll, Have I'll, you? I think you can probably show wicker on the radio because wicker has a sound. Hold on a minute. Listen. Oh, it's an expensive one, listen, Frank. Listen. listen. Mm. Hear that wicker? Sort of a creaking. Yeah, exactly. That's just your underpants that you haven't changed for a year. Don't bring that up. This is a... And it looks like you could keep pigeons in it. It's quite small, (laughs) but you could get three in, arm in arm. (laughs) We had this debate. Uh, I said shoulder to shoulder before. And uh, Emma, who's working on the show today, I asked her if... um, uh, if if, If pigeons have shoulders. And I think she said, of some sort... Oh, so you just sort of shrugged and cooed. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> so I might walk. I might walk home going <laughs> with that, and people think I've got a trim phone in a basket. So you got some nice. <laughs> that's because it was your birthday, isn't it? It was my birthday. Gareth and I didn't get anything no, when it was our birthdays. Did you not? No. From absolute. No. Mm. So tired. Maybe I'm meant to share this. <laughs> yeah. We have a pigeon each. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have some sort of rotisserie? Can a rotisserie? <laughs> Oh. Frank, we've had a uh, text in about your pants. Oh, my pa- I wish I hadn't brought up my pants last week. So do week. I. <laughs> I wish you hadn't taken down your pants. <laughs> yeah, well, that was, at least we weren't on air then. It's, it's from Anon. Following okay. last week's news that Frank gets full use of his underwear for more than one day, should we call it the Frank Skidder Show? Oh, <laughs> oh, oh You've got no. plummeted what to with, John Terry levels. Yeah, John Terry and now uh, the references to that... It's, I feel a bit like um, what's she called the woman in the Big Brother house who disapproves of all the rude jokes? Stephanie Beecham. Stephanie Beecham. I feel Beecham. Actually, I feel more like uh, Thomas Beecham, who was the conductor of the Halle <laughs> Orchestra. But um, I don't see any point in going into why I feel like that. So uh, I bought you pants this week, though, for your birthday. I know that was that was oh. a lovely thing. And when I got home last week, because I announced the fact this is this is why I in case you didn't hear it last week, I said that. Um, I wear I wear pants for two days, you know. I think that's saving the planet in many ways. You're just a lazy brummie. Uh, yeah, although you should see my carbon seat print. Oh. <laughs> anyway, um, so when I got home, my girlfriend um, confronted me. She listened to the show and she said, mm. "You know, I had no idea <gasps> that you wore pants for two days." She, apparently, she thought it was the drains. <laughs> <laughs> so um, she's made me promise that I won't do it again. So um, that was that was a little frozen moment in time, but this week I've actually been wearing one pair a day. Have you? And I must say I felt all the crisp before it. You know, 
some of the scabs have disappeared altogether. <laughs> oh my! No, God. so I'm going to um, I'm going to stick with that now. And so all the extra pen, that extra pair. So I'm still lost in your scabs. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, that was a great show. Well, wasn't I'll it? Get a shovel. <laughs> Do you remember lost in scabs? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, please! It's gone very. Oh, I think we need to bring the tone up a bit. What about tonight. Celebrity Big Hold Brother? <laughs> yeah, Celebrity Big Brother. That'll do it. That's classy. <laughs> oh, I loved it last night. I shed a tear. Did you? Yeah. Why? I cried when Stephanie Beecham said, "I walked in here a stuck-up cow, and I'm leaving a shambles," which I didn't think that was necessarily a good thing. Well, you say that most week. <laughs> <laughs> um, when Alex came out, Alex Reed. Went and did his speech. I, I thought because he came out and he won. You know, he won the thing. He's Jordan's mm. uh, boyfriend and all that. And um, the crowd went absolutely crazy, and he looked so proud and pleased. And I thought, oh great, well done, mate. And he sat down. I would say eight seconds into the interview, I thought, I never want to see or hear you again. <laughs> that really is. I think we've had all there is of you now. I don't want anything else. I don't want to see you presenting or or even just like a picture that that's it there is no more that's what i feel i feel he's a path i have already trodden poor alex yes so get out but ba i quite like bass hunter he's available as well now because he said to catch you bass hunter <laughs> yes i like him too oh by the way our guest this morning is uh, is uh alex horn so, um, oh, yes. oh, I've got them all at my fingertips. I'm a bit like the Rick Wakeman of the Jingles console. Who has a horn like that, unless they're in a carry-on film? Um, yeah, I think my car horn is... Um, You've got, like, a clown car horn. Yeah, I've got a clown Glitter car. comes out of it. This, this, is, my, this is my one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would, that would get people's attention, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> Okay. With car horn. Um, it's, it's started strangely today, the show, but all right. Don't draw yeah. attention to it. Stick, stick with, oh, don't draw attention. Oh, yeah. No, I'm having, I don't know about you, I'm having a great time here <laughs> on Absolute Radio. Loving yes, it yes. all. Why don't you text us on who's your favourite TV nurse? <laughs> <laughs> that'll do it. That'll get them, that'll get them rolling in. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Um, we've had some favourite nurses in. Yeah, see, I, I didn't really mean for there to be a favourite. I just couldn't think of anything <laughs> else, but it's great that people no. have responded. That's why I love our listeners. Who yeah. are their favourite um, nurses? Ian Blair, um, good old Ian Blair, Chief of Police, has said Nursey from Blackadder 2. Oh, and, yes. And um, Jeff in Ardingley has said Tina Hobley. <laughs> so she's from Hobby City. Oh, yeah. Shouldn't she be from Hobley City? Mm. I, d I don't think nurses should ever... I don't think they should have actresses. There's an anagram of the title of the show. That would be ridiculous. That was, remember that woman, that uh, Nina Station Crete, that was in Coronation Street? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, thought, that was rubbish. I'm terribly sorry. My favourite nurse, I think, is Nurse Gladys Emanuel from... Uh, oh, that was Open, open All, All Hours. Hours. Yeah. yeah. I remember there's one, she's leaning on her car and leaning across the uh, windscreen... And he says, it's not often you see bumpers like that on a murmur, murmur, Morris Minor. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. So, um, I don't know if you know, but I'm a legend. <laughs> oh, yeah, we know Oh, I hate Frank. people that use that. Legend. <laughs> yeah, legend. You're a legend. You're no, legend. I am a legend. I've got the hardware to prove. I've got what a trophy. Because this week I won the Loaded Legend Award. Oh. Because I am a loaded legend. 
In fact, I brought in a bank statement to prove it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yes, I um, I am. I'm a. I won the Loaded Legend. Oh, Loaded Magazine. Yes. So they did these awards, and they get. It's like a lifetime achievement. So it's an acknowledgement. You know, it's nice when people you know recognise all the work you've done over the years. Unless, of course, you're Chemical Alley, (laughs) in which case it's a. Well, it's so what happened? Was there, like, was there a do fabulous ceremony? Do you think ceremony? they'll carry on without him, the Chemical Brothers? <laughs> like the Bee Gees did. <laughs> you know, we like to dedicate... You know, we're going to miss Chemical, but he would have wanted us to carry on. <laughs> Actually, they'd call him Ali, obviously, because they're all called Chemical. Yeah. Um, sorry, what was the question? I just wanted to know a bit more about the ceremony. Was there champagne? Was Well, it was, it was in this... Um, I tell you, one of the... I'll give you a, an idea of how big an event it was. Yeah. Jedward were a no-show. <gasps> now, That's can you imagine Jed, Jedward thinking, uh, shall we go to... Oh, no, too busy. Now, if if we've got to that stage... Well, don't assume that. I think they probably just got stuck in a lift somewhere. Maybe. I thought maybe cruiser. because they gel so heavily and lift their <laughs> hair so high, they might have been clearing snow with each other. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be a great publicity shot for the... So they should do that with one of them just shoveling up. Or got stuck together like stickle bricks. No, it was... No um, stickle bricks? I do know those. I'd, of course I know so stickle happened, bricks. Tell, what do you I think I am, know, a fool? I want to know more about the Loaded Awards then. So they get they called you a legend. Yeah. Did you walk up some stairs, collect an award and go and sit back down again and have your oh, pork no, scratching? Oh, no, I did about 20 minutes. Did you? Did, did you? Yeah, everyone oh, was... Oh, Frank, 20 minutes. That's a bit self-indulgent. Uh, yes. And uh, <laughs> everyone was it, was... it was hosted by Olivia Lee. Do you know Olivia Lee? You wore a lovely posh frock and everything. Oh, yes, I know who she is, yeah. Yes, as soon as I said posh frock, you, you knew. <laughs> and people won various things, like Justin Lee Collins won Funniest Man and um, Reeves and Mortimer won Funniest Double Act. And then, But then it said, and now the centrepiece of the thing. Oh, well, like a floral have, arrangement. Exactly. And, uh, and Altia Katia was there as well. What, off of Celebrity Big Brother? <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> The one with speech. the gingerbread man eyes. Has she got gingerbread? Yes, she has, I've told you. It's funny you should say that, because apparently I'm the only male celebrity, I use the term celebrity, well, I don't even use it because I can't say it, Um, I'm the only male celebrity to appear on two loaded covers, right? Quite a distinction, I think you'll agree. (laughs) And they had one of me winking, doing like a big wink. Sorry, what? Winking. Yes, on the cover. (laughs) And it's the strangest wink I've ever seen. It didn't look like a wink. It looked like I was someone who wore an eye patch who'd taken it off and thought, to hell with it, I'll show you the, the dark, sinuous socket without anything in it. It really, when I saw it, I was appalled. So you looked elderly and ill rather than cheeky. Yes, it was a bit like um, the new Absolute uh, publicity campaign. So I got the photo. Oh, did I tell you, we were, I was doing a photo thing with uh, Dave Gorman. Oh, and, and the OC. And the OC. I love the OC. And we all had to get made up so it looked like it was first thing in the morning. And we, but you didn't and we have were to, a bit wrecked. Well, the thing was, now I've seen <laughs> the photos, I look absolutely like a, like a cadaver. <laughs> like some sort of c- c- cadaver. <laughs> and they just look normal. What does, the, what does the OC look like? He's healthy The looking, OC though. looks absolutely fantastic. Yeah. I don't think he can look rough. Dave uh, Gorman, he's, he can have his moments. Well, he's got a be beard anyway, so, you know, that's, that's half the effect. Something gone. of the man of the road of him. So it looks like... <laughs> We've turned up to do a normal photo shoot, and I just happen to have dysentery. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's uh, for me, I think people are just going to say he looks terrible. Uh, the whole theme has gone, but they're, they're going to use it anyway. So, you know, anyway. Oh, I can't wait to see that. Anyway, legend. 
And when we left, we got a goodie bag from uh, Durex. Oh. So an enormous, uh, it's in an enormous uh, carrier bag with Durex on the side. What was inside it? Well, I couldn't possibly tell you that. Oh, okay. Well, you know, you can guess what was inside it. Is that all you got? Oh, yeah. And the thing is, I thought, if I bump into my parish priest with this, <laughs> it's going to be nightmarish. And my girlfriend got one as well, and she was having her induction day at work. She's the new sugar babe. <laughs> Absolute radio. I haven't gelled today, have you noticed? What, on your hair? You never no. Wear, you never wear... No, not my hair. <laughs> I haven't gelled my throat because uh, someone said that I remember American comics saying he'd seen Ronald Reagan Ronald Reagan used to dye his hair but then absolutely gel it so it didn't move and he said I saw him get off a helicopter he said and his hair didn't move even though he was standing on the propeller he said but his throat was blowing all over the place <laughs> <laughs> oh god oh I started clicking and just in excitement so it's not my joke it's an American man um Yes. Oh, so, yeah, so th- I was talking about the Loaded party. I noticed that the previous Loaded legends, mm. like, which is like Bruce Forsyth, um, Vic Reeves, Harry Enfield, every I one of Jed them... I bet turned up for them. Yeah, probably. Um, but they wouldn't have been famous then. We'll move on. Yes. <laughs> you've taken it too logical, yeah. you see. You've, you've, you have to allow a bit of surreality. <laughs> right. So, yeah, so I thought I'm the only winner who hasn't got a catchphrase. Oh. So um, I've tried over the years. I tried one. I used to come on and like rub my thumb just down my belly like that and say, "Oh, sorry, I normally wear a waistcoat." <laughs> that, uh, that wasn't going to take off. Was well, it? The, t- the reason it couldn't take the off. Terrible is, catchphrase. No, but y- you've got to do them on the telly. See, I was doing it on a tour, so I'd do it in one place, saying Grimsby on Tuesday night. They'd never heard it before. And then I'd do it again, Bristol, nothing. I think it's not catching on, is it? But of course, they were all hearing it once, which doesn't work with a catchphrase. I mean, if 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 you just do it once, I could say this entire show was my catchphrase. <laughs> so that doesn't work. So I need something. I, I think tried. you have got loads of catchphrases. You just don't realise yeah, it. Uh, mm, always, okay, I'll tell you what you always say. You oh, always go, "Hoite, hoite." I do. <laughs> I do say that, but that's in my that's in my private life. That's yeah. usually when you say something <laughs> rather grand. <laughs> it's actually from Little Women, the Judy Garland thing oh. when. Uh, they say something to their aunt, you know, I, I won't be told what to do, and the, the aunt goes, hoite, toite. <laughs> I love it. And you say, Frank, you say, good day to you. But you could say that, but then if that was at the beginning of the show, it might ruin it all. Yeah, now that is from uh, Khartoum. Oh. Yes. Um, and uh, Charlton Heston, they're all about to go in this battle where most of them are going to die, and he says, well, you go over there, and blah, 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 blah. Good day to you. It's fantastic. <laughs> And, and also, another catchphrase that you yeah. have in your normal life is, say we're talking about looking for a catchphrase, and you'll go, looking for a catchphrase, <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> yes, that is true. He sings everything to the <laughs> tune of Girlfriend in a Coma. Yes, but I can't, I can't use that as an official catchphrase, okay. because um, Alanis Morissette, who I believe wrote that song, um, I, know, I know I've done a compound of two singers, it's me being whimsical, <laughs> um, he, would, he would come round Alanis Morissette, and say, you can't use my tune without paying me. And, uh, you know, I hate it when he does that. Because I always want to go up to him and rub my fingers up his temples. Because, you know, they're shaved. You go, <laughs> Ooh, Morrissey, I could just kiss you on your big lips. Don't you dare. 
<laughs> so, so yeah. If anyone, I'd like what if anyone would can think of a catchphrase for me. Any of our uh, very smart listeners, and uh, on my next performance, I will give it a go and let you. I'll see if I can. You know, I've you, got an idea for oh, one. You came in very loud then. I thought it was my ex-wife. Just <laughs> <laughs> see me reach for my wallet instinctively. That, that can be arranged. Mm. I was going to say, where's the goatee? <laughs> go on, what was you saying? And the Primark Anorak. Um, I've, <laughs> I've got an idea for you. Mm. Well, once, because sometimes when um, a Birmingham rings in, they sometimes... <laughs> can you not call them a Birmingham? <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> when someone from Birmingham rings in, yeah. they'll say things like, Albinia. Albinia, is it? Yes, and Tararbit. Oh, yeah, that could be your catchphrase. Albinia. Yeah, Albinia. That's quite good, don't you think? Mm. (laughs) I don't know if it's got universality, though. But, you know, I'm putting... I'll write it down. Okay. Albinia. It has to be delivered. (laughs) Albinia. That's the only thing. But, you know, I'll work it. Anyway, if you can think of a cat... I honestly will. The next time I I do something, I'll uh, I'll do it in public, see how it goes. (laughs) You could change my life. Of course, you'll be paid if it's successful. Absolute radio. Okay, so I'm looking for a new catch. Well, I'm looking for a catchphrase on yeah. uh, on eight twelve fifteen. We've had some suggestions already. Okay. Kev has suggested. Does anybody know where I parked my bike? Right, That's a good one. I like your use of the word me. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded so like you, you were going to choke on it. Let's try that. Does anyone know where I parked my bike? <laughs> Laughter. People aren't going to laugh at that. They're not going to clap. No, but they do. That's they do. That these these catchphrase comics. That's mm. the great joy of it. You don't have to write jokes anymore. You just say things that everyone else has, has know you're going to say, and they love it. It's brilliant. Yeah. This um um Jonathan has suggested that you wear a, a football shirt that's not a West Brom shirt. Oh, there's props now. Props right. involved. <laughs> and if you're wearing a non-West Brom shirt, you could say it's nice, but it's not baggy enough. Ooh, oh, could be an ongoing yeah because they called the baggies yeah I knew that yeah well, <laughs> he does not know that sure. <laughs> okay okay Mark right. Scott in Southport hi Frank two catchphrases for you have you seen me pigeons <laughs> yeah and then maybe like I, could, I could add a no okay <laughs> um I don't know about this second one have I've you said- seen me pigeons <laughs> you're not going to get applause on that scale well Harry Enfield Career. <laughs> That's two key <laughs> phrases, and I'll put you put them into a sentence. Mark's got another one. I tell you, it was that big. I never got a look in. Mm. Interesting. Mm. Um, L- Laura, well, that, could sorry. that be a bit? Anyway. I don't know. I'm trying Laura, to work it out. Sorry, Laura. don't ever call me Laura. Haven't sorry. I told you that a thousand times? <laughs> That's my stage name. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's my wife's name. It's like when you call your teacher mum at school. <laughs> yeah, it was a bit like that, wasn't it? <laughs> um, no, Laura sent texted one in. Um, you know we need help when Laura starts texting, but um, she's um. She, she, this is actually from your wife. Is, this is from Laura, yeah, and she's tried to get a catchphrase going in her everyday life, Has like she? a saying that she just says quite a lot, and it's and you have to say it in sort of a deep South accent. Okay. And it's ain't that a bag of jumbles? Okay, I'll try it. <laughs> ain't that a bag of jumbles? <laughs> <laughs> I'm worried about the political uh, elements. <laughs> of it. I don't feel easy with it at all. <laughs> really. There's one more. He did. He did <laughs> you sound like a muppet. <laughs> that, that's better. I like it better like that. It hurts my throat though. I'll try it one more time. <laughs> no. Oh, that, that's actually done me a bit. I'm spitting blood. I shouldn't be spitting blood, should I? 
Okay, well, keep on coming in. The sort of thing we're after. I mean, that bike one, um, has mm. anyone seen where I've parked mm. my bike? Um, yeah. He's a bit reminiscent of Jack Warner, who used to play Dixon and Doc Green. Even all, just in case you hadn't never seen it, I feel now you, you've got a sense of what it was like. He, when he was doing the musicals, mm. he used to mine my bike. That was his... Um, oh, really? Good one, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, but he got big applause. He did, yeah, that was that went very well, my my bike. <laughs> yeah, that one looking back on it. My favourite one I think is that woman in nearest and dearest who used to say, Oh come on, it's ten past Oh, I must get a little hamper on this watch. <laughs> that was a great one. That's a, that's the sort of level we're after. So I so I had I had a bit of a birthday gathering. Mm. Oh week. yeah. I went. Oh you didn't come, Gary. No. Oh. You were invited. I, well, yeah, I was invited. Yeah, but was it one of those last-minute invitations? Before. Yeah, it was quite well, the late. Well, the, the whole thing was very last-minute. I don't even think that you were last-minute. Was it what I call a DCI? A don't-come invite. Because <laughs> I worry that it was. <laughs> it a don't-come invite. <laughs> <laughs> it certainly wasn't that. I would okay. have loved it if Gareth had come. But oh. it got, it, the whole thing, I wasn't It didn't gonna... have an address on it. It didn't have any <laughs> No, no, I, well, yes. You're right, it was a DCI. <laughs> I own not, but it was it was a fabulous night because there's like twelve of us around the table, all the friends I have plus their partners, <laughs> uh, and uh, and then it was there was really was love in the room, wouldn't you say? Yeah. And then there was an enormous fight, but not on our table. It wasn't Frank and David arguing about money in the World Cup. No, oh, God. No, but there was an enormous fight, and this man apparently was um, bothering some women in the restaurant, and one of the waiters hit him in the face. <gasps> oh, my goodness! You gasp. Uh, fair enough, I say. Um, and then he was he went out and then the police came and the police mm. took him outside and he kept running at the restaurant and they kept there was a great moment when uh, Emily said oh why don't they just arrest him <laughs> <laughs> and David Vadil actually said I mean what are we paying them for I think it was, it was the most middle class conversation I've ever been involved in um, but then um, so we sat there's like a big window where we were sitting so we yeah. could see this thing with the police going on and then, um, and then two women started snogging very heavily. It wasn't. I wasn't in one of the women. No, no. This was outside. Mm. It was like the, the clothes. Then a man urinated up a wheelie bin. It was like. Have you ever seen the opening of Guys and Dolls? <laughs> if you can imagine a much darker version of that. <laughs> and then um, Kira Knightley and Orlando Bloom came into the restaurant. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So- Rupert Friend, her boyfriend, firstly came in. Yeah. I had to point out who it was. These idiots right. didn't know who it was. Well, I didn't know. A man who's really so based his fame on knowing other people, he's actually changed his name to Friend. <laughs> <laughs> right. So there are, it wasn't just Orlando and Kira. I think I, I met... Did I tell you I met Katia a bit on the side? Yes, you week. did. Yeah. That's her surname. I didn't know that. And relax. OK. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so it was a very... It was a lovely night, though. I had oh. some fabulous... Oh, the presents I had, I can't tell you. I got a flying V. Wait, you said you couldn't tell us. OK, I won't. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Alex Horn will be with us uh, shortly. I say Alex Horn. <laughs> um, very funny man. Look for him. Look, looking for... Oh, Is that WC Field? I sometimes <laughs> think I might just fax the whole thing in and someone else can read it out. <laughs> Trained hey, presenter. Bank, we've had a catchphrase suggestion on 8.12.15 for you. Carol Midwood has suggested keep out of the Os Road. What's keep? Keep? Yeah, that's a good... Is it just people from the Midlands sending I've it? I've never that? heard of it. What is think, it? Well, what it is, is that um, we used to call the road when I was a kid 
the os road, as in the horse road. I don't know what horses. I suppose it's from the time. It doesn't take too much working out when there were horses. <laughs> so um, people say, "Why keep out the os road?" But, I mean, if I was to go on national television and say, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, Frank Skinner, Cooper, the Ost Road, I mean, they'd, they'd be reaching for their CFAX buttons. So, um, but I like it. I might start using it in normal life. People seem to suggest that I should just go back to talking complete black country. Anyway, I'm going to have a cup of tea. Trouble is, your coronal takes your day day time. What's that? Oh, just trust me. Anyway... Oh, what about this, I don't understand about, your strange Esperanto. What's what's news on your new job? I'm quite excited. I'm loving about. my new job. In case you don't know, Em now works for Instep Magazine. It's not Instep; it's In Style <laughs> Magazine. You get it wrong every week. In Soul, Instep. In yeah, I thought Instep Magazine. It's all about. It's a chiropody journal. It's a it's a very high end fashion magazine. It, it is won't very, be on very, your radar. Very high end. So you're not yeah. going to be able to sort us out with odor eaters. No. Oh. Did I ever tell you that we, we lived with a, a bloke at university and somebody, uh, he smelt a bit, I'll be honest with you, somebody sent, uh, they wrote to odour eaters, <laughs> in, pretending to be him, asking <laughs> if if they could make him a suit <laughs> made out of odour eaters. And uh, he got a, he got this letter come, because he didn't, obviously hadn't sent the original thing. <gasps> And he opened the letter. It's a long, elaborate, very polite and apologetic thing explaining how the seams would be particularly <laughs> difficult because of the fabric. He was absolutely heartbroken. He didn't take yeah. it at all jokingly. Still, good old odour eaters getting back in touch. Yeah, very nice. So, yeah, if anyone's listening for odour eaters. Well done. <laughs> yeah, I imagine you'll get a lot of free ones now. Oh, yeah. Well, I do get freebies anyway. Yes. But more of that later. Mm. Um, so we had a fabulous party this week, big in style, very glamorous party, lots of champagne, lots of amazing people there. Jimmy Carr was there, mm. Jonathan Ross was there. Again, you- my oh, invitation is probably in the post, isn't it? It's I know, I was going to invite you to, but um, I didn't. Mm. <laughs> so, um, well, I feel much better than you've explained <laughs> <feel> that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was really nagging at me. This rustling, by the way, is, is mini Oreos. Oh, they look nice. Do you want one? Yeah, we, we might as well settle down with some snacks mm. if it's going to be one of Emily's <laughs> stories. You Can, love my want stories. Want some Kiora? <laughs> it's a nice... You're like little Victorian urchins looking through the window at a better life. Yes, we are. Mm, you are, right. very much so. Like, they're well, little Oreos, aren't they? They are. Well, I said they're mini Oreos. The, right. the word mini was the... You see? Mm. That was the clue. Get it now. Do you want to discuss yeast-based well, snacks or do you want to hear about my party oh that's this morning's phone in <laughs> no no go on tell us about the party so anyway lots of oh, oh and craig david was there that's a funny one isn't it craig david yeah craig david all over my well i hope not no so what, what and also it was on? well it was on a wednesday and i think he's making love on a wednesday yeah, i believe he is but on I, we never said all day though did he <laughs> i think he has uh, he has quite a strict schedule he chilled and on thursday friday saturday and he chilled on sunday well Friday. yeah so we'll be chilling tomorrow I'm not saying anything happened, but... love now. So, yeah, so he was there. And um, also, Henry Conway, who's the son of the disgraced MP, <laughs> which I thought was a good spot. The son of the disgraced MP? What, yeah. What's, what's the name of the disgraced MP? I don't know. Someone Conway. It was to do with... He was accused of paying his kids to be parliamentary researchers. Oh, I see. Yeah. That sounds all right to yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> I went round a house. I was looking at the, to buy a house once in Hampstead. Sorry, to see this as a, as a mere... Mm-hmm. As just a little break-off point. 
where someone else talks. Um, <laughs> oh, I hate those bits. And I looked at this house, and Dave said, "Oh, I'd love to see that. It's a nice big house." So he came with me, and you know they have the family Dave photos. Bedell. Yeah, David Bedell, yeah. and they have the family photos on the shelf and that in these houses, mm. and. There on the family photos was um, Lord Lucan. <laughs> You're joking. <laughs> honestly, absolutely honestly. And Dave said to me, There's lots of shh, don't say anything. Because the woman was showing us around who lived there. So she's obviously a relative of Lord Lucan. So, in case you don't, don't know who Lord Lucan is, um, Google him. <laughs> um, and then uh, Dave, I said to Dave, don't, you know, don't mention it. So then Dave. <laughs> After about two minutes, points at this other picture and say, "Is that the woman he killed?" Oh, oh man, can you imagine? Imagine my consternation. <laughs> you didn't buy the house, I take it. No, I didn't buy. It. I, you don't know what you might find in a in, a, in an attic, do you? <laughs> so anyway, you were at the party. So I was at the party, and I had I was wearing. I mean, it wasn't loaded laughters with your pork scratchings and your old jacket. I had a fabulous and free dress condoms. On. Did you get free yeah. condoms? <laughs> no, I got free uh, products. I, I don't know if I should name. Who no, no, name perhaps you shouldn't. Name um, and I also, <laughs> I, I, I had some earrings called in. So you got a special absolute radio coil that you Do can. Do you want to you hear my story? Get, you oh can get absolute God. radio no. on. That's horrible. <laughs> that would be the best oh contraceptive. Why does an absolute radio do that? That'd be marvellous. That's horrible. I also think it'd be very good for some of these thin celebrities. Take, take your fern cotton. If she was made to wear a coil, then if fern cotton turned up for a, you know, for a, a public appointment, you could hold her up to the light and make sure she was the real fern cotton, like, like they do with £20 notes. <laughs> um, maybe we should have a break there while um, I speak to the absolute lawyers, <laughs> who are much nicer than John Terry's lawyers, can I point that out? Absolute Radio. And we have been joined by Alex Horn. I was waiting for that. I yeah. heard that before. Yeah, that's quite Ta good. You can, uh, you can take that away with you. I normally like. travel with a horn and do that myself. <laughs> yeah, you should. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Alex Horn. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to try it now? Go on, give it a go. Yeah, hi, I'm, I'm Alex Horn. Yeah, yeah, it works. Yeah, it I, I did a mime of shaking someone's hand there. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, I would have had to have held the horn in the other. Well, we, have, we do have the uh, the webcam thing, so some people will have enjoyed that mime. Yeah, many, many people will have. And some people, now that you've explained it, will enjoy it in retrospect. Can they can they buy the uh, podcast, the uh, video footage of this? Is it um, released? Well, not not officially. Right, but, but we could, um, we could yeah, do a deal. If, you know, something could happen yeah. <laughs> if it went that way. It's a good so, handshake. So, um, you're on tour, Alex, at the moment. Yes, yes. I was, uh, I was in a Shropshire village last night. Mm. Shifnal. A Shropshire village? Yeah, I do village halls, mainly. Are you familiar with um, the Shropshire poet, A.E. Houseman? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, sorry, about sorry that. Alex. This no, is a terrible it. opening for you. I, that was so foolish of me. Um, they have a rule on Absolute mm. Radio that you can't mention. A houseman. Yeah, it's all right. No, we've said it once. It's okay for the rest right. of the show. But um, oh, I'm sorry. I sort of alluded to that with the mention of a, of, a, of a county. No, but he, <laughs> he, <laughs> no, well, he did a very famous poet. His most famous poem was called "A Shropshire Lad." So obviously, yeah. No, you, I you do did. know him. I, well, yeah. not know him, but yeah. yeah. Oh well, it's nice to, that he came up early. I, I, I would have swatted up more on houseman if I knew that this was going to go. <laughs> well, we're not direction. allowed. We're not really encouraged Fine. to talk uh, about okay. him at all. I mean, that's the idea of the siren, I think. Yeah. Well, I, I listen to the siren, but it has little effect on me. I mean, I don't mind sirens. Oh, you're a siren fan. Yeah, didn't well, you, you'd have been terrible if you'd have been on. Uh, yeah, I would have with been Odysseus. <laughs> <laughs> Very good reference. This is. Great. <laughs> What's going on here? Yeah. It's all a book at bedtime. Well, I, I think uh, 
I think I think Alex feels like a bright bloke. He's got yeah. a bit. Yeah, I think no, we can go anywhere we I've like. I've got a classics degree. I, I'm a big fan of it. Have you? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah, no, my, one of my favourite stories. Oh, I story. like a man with a classics degree. Yeah. I and always also, say there's not enough Homer material on Absolute yeah. Radio. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. Very good, Gareth. That's the first thing you said. <laughs> anyway, so you're on. Right, to, can you tell us a little about your your show? Someone comes to see Alex Horn. What mm. should they expect? Well, uh, it's about an hour and a half show. There's seven jokes, and the rest of it is more, <laughs> more facts. Can, can we show you that again? We can, oh, we can't edit. It's live. <laughs> no, but the jokes are really good, and, and I think if you pace them, you know, 20 minutes in between, then people are really looking... By the time you get to the joke, people are really chomping for, you know, looking but, forward to the joke. So the rest of it is facts about... Um, this show is about the dictionary. OK. OK, so it's about... Um, this show's about how to get a word in the dictionary. I've, I've been trying to get a word in the dictionary for, uh, for four years. OK, so this have is you tried story. getting it in edgeways? <laughs> <laughs> How's this going? Is this going well? It's going I think it's going, uh, yeah, it's going quite well. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. <laughs> OK, so you're trying to get... A w w is there a particular word that you're championing at the moment? There are, I, I came up with five words in initially, and uh, they're all making some progress. The main one is honk, which is relevant to your sound effect, but not, not the noise of a goose. I've got a new meaning, which is cash. Like money, uh, I haven't got any honk on me. I'll have to go to a honk machine. So oh, it's a new, okay. a new slide. It, it, we're sort of piggybacking on a word, right? That, that still counts. Yeah. Okay. So you don't have to actually invent a, a, a completely well, new. You, you can do, but that's sort of harder. That you know, if I if I just said to you, I, we did invent one word, which is uh, a TK day. I celebrated my TK day three years ago, which is uh, your ten thousandth day on earth is a TK day. Oh, well, oh I would have okay. thought that but meant going to TK Maxx or something. Well, you shopping. can go to TK Maxx on your TK day. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that would be yeah. great. Yeah, I did. I, I, I uh, celebrated my TK day with a shopping spree. Into yes, that's how it works. This this okay. sort of awkward conversation, but that's why <laughs> with a made-up word, it's a lot easier. It's you obviously lot harder. don't listen to this show. This is this is basically. <laughs> it. This don't is feel normal. don't feel you've caused any sort of awkwardness. No. <laughs> this is how we like it. No, I like it too. I like it. But so honk, you can slip it into a conversation more easily because it already exists. Honk. Yes. I, yeah. My my mum would use the word honk Perfect. as in to be sick. Yeah, is she often? Is, is that bulimic? sometimes she's going? She'll say I'm going to honk. <laughs> right. Yes, but that makes me feel of being sick. Yeah. Well, you're, you're your mum isn't context. a goose, is she? <laughs> a little bit. She's part goose. Part a little goose. bit. Part goose. Okay. My mum's a little bit goose. Yeah. But yeah. My mum's a little bit African and a little bit goose. But I think that's what what's good for the goose is good for Uganda. <laughs> oh God. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I should be doing that joke again oh. live tonight. <laughs> I've never done anything else. I just be doing that <laughs> joke, and then Alex Horn will come on and talk about the dictionary. Yeah, that was that was scripted, wasn't it? That, that oh yeah, obviously from we've, had that, we've had that yeah. all worked. Yeah. We've been we've been working on that for weeks. <laughs> Honing, very it. nice. It's a lovely joke. Lovely joke. Horning yeah. it. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Oh, I'm loving yeah, it. There it is. Yeah. Uh, Alex... so that's automatic now, isn't it? That's... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> It sounds like an automatic, doesn't it? <laughs> so manual's got a sort of grating sound on the, on the, on the lower tone. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely automatic. So Alex is on tour at the moment, a mm. 35 date national tour. So where are you tonight? Are you on tonight? No. No, oh, next sorry. gig's not till uh, Tuesday in Edinburgh and then Aberdeen. Okay. And I'm driving up with my little friend Tim. Okay. So you can catch me either en route at a service station or... I mean, it'll be funnier when I get to the gig. But Who's your little yeah, friend Tim? I'm intrigued by him. Tiny Tim. Tim Key. Oh, yeah, we had him on yeah, the show. He's, a, fr have, he's yeah. a friend of the show. He's a friend That's of the show. Is, yeah, yeah he's, he's a friend of the show and a friend of mine. He's got two friends. One, oh. one is a human, one's a show. Friend oh. of the show. Oh. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I should have these headphones on. <laughs> yes, oh, yes, so you and Tim. I often wonder about that with comics, because I see you now as one of these comics who collaborates a lot. 
Yeah, why not? I'm not quite got enough talent by myself, because I can't do impressions and stuff, but Tim can, so together we're an awesome force. (laughs) (laughs) Because my thing is that I I am always a bit nervous about... I don't think I'd ever be able to say to anyone, would you collaborate with me in case they said no. Really? Yeah. I mean, how did Laura Robson summon up the courage to say to Andy Thingy, the tennis player... Oh, uh, can I be your doubles part? I mean... But you collaborated with Badil, didn't with you? With David. That, that was or a did bit... he ask you? Yeah, we were living together, so it was I, brought, I brought it up oh. casually. No, I was living with Tim. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. So you need to, really. So apart yeah. from... No, I think you have to co-inhabit, co-habit yeah. to, to forge something. Anton Deck, on. another example. Yeah, they Richard were flatmates Judy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I do, I'd be, I'd be wary about it. So you also have a... Uh, you're on tour with... I should say the show is called Word Watching. That's right. It's a sort of pun on bird watching because I did a show before about bird watching, so I'm hoping that people remember that show and then understand the pun. It's an ambitious... It's not a great title. Yeah, well, next year it's either third watching, if I've got a show about the number three, yeah. or... It's third don't, oh, don't no, say no, it. No, exactly. So, no. So, so, no, this could be it. This will be Nerd it. watching you could have. Yeah, just a sort of navel-gazing <laughs> show, just me in a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, word wa- and, and uh, word watching the book also exists. Yeah, there's a book out, yeah, which is... Uh, a sort of lengthier version of the show. I mean, it's you know what books are. It's what I say, but written down. So yeah, so you don't have to cope with the voice. You, you can do your own voice. Really. <laughs> that's uh, that's the book, and it's it's good. It's uh, do you want to know how many pages? It's up two hundred and forty. Two hundred and forty. Yeah, about that. No, nice. it's not bad length. Single space, double space. One point five. Uh, okay, well, I think yeah. that's that's always a happy medium. Yeah, or is that Russell Grant. <laughs> So, and, and if we come to see you live, could, yeah. could we buy your book? You can. I have to do this awful thing at the end where I, I stand there at the side with a, a cardboard book box full of my books. Oh, right. The books are not cardboard. <laughs> no. And uh, I sign them. But the uh, the Metro previewed my show and they said that they, they did a spelling mistake where they said I will be handing out, I'm not handing out, I'm selling them, but I will be selling books singed by the author instead of signed <laughs> by the author. <laughs> so I now stand there with a lighter and people request which page I burn. <laughs> and it it's actually makes it much more fun. It's quite ceremonial. It's quite Nazi, but it's it's also yeah. quite um, <laughs> it's quite nice. I like the bird. I imagine Nick Griffin hands that book singed, <laughs> singed by the yeah. author. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it it, it sort of breaks the ice. I don't know if you've ever signed stuff at the end of a show. It's very awkward. It is a bit. It's yeah. very difficult. But this way, I just I literally say which page would you like me to burn, and that breaks all the ice. Well, Why is it awkward? Well, you've already asked them to pay a lot of honk to come and see you, and then you're saying, look, you see me. I see what's happening. I want you to spend more on this other product of mine. I, I just find that slightly merciful. Oh, Frank's not bothered by that. No. No. Does anyone want to see my bike? <laughs> <laughs> so I see that catchphrase is, is definitely working. Um, no, I think that I, I did a sign-in. I did the Cheltenham Literature Festival, which you can imagine is quite a highbrow thing, mm. and I was there, mm. and my girlfriend stood nearby as I signed, mm. and uh, a woman came up to me... Um, in the queue and said do you recognise me I said no she said oh we had a one night stand in, uh, <gasps> in uh, 1997 wow that's what I said absolute radio Karis have you ever been stopped by the police yes I have been stopped <laughs> by the <laughs> police Frank right, what happened well I've got the um, there's been a bit in the news recently about you know with um, terrorism and stuff people stopped by the police and I've got my you get a little pink slip if you get stopped by the police really yeah, looks a bit it. tight under the arms that one do you ever wear it <laughs> <laughs> I was stopped by the I think gate. it's YSL. They actually gave me a chemise. <laughs> Partly why I got stopped. Mm. Um, <laughs> and um, it says, Gareth Richards, um, my address, um, hair light brown, clothing upper navy jumper and green jacket, which is 
what I was wearing. I like the idea of clothing upper. Mm. <laughs> clothing. What lower. does the other one say? Clothing downer. Clothing lower jeans. Oh, lower, not downer. Oh. Yeah. I thought they might have written just Gareth Richards clothing downer in brackets. <laughs> <laughs> so what were, why were you stopped? Okay. Well, it says, um, so, um, objects of search, um, articles in connection with terrorism. Okay, so That's what, what they were looking for? What, but and, what, um, were you hanging around a, a, a large building? Looking no, suspicious. it was Victoria Station. I was that is a through. large building. Come well, on, well it yes, is, it's true. and you do look inherently quite suspicious, if you don't mind yeah, me a saying. Bit bomby. Well, I wouldn't go so far as to say <laughs> that. Certainly not on absolute radio. And, um, <laughs> were you were you edgy? Were you nervous? Were you no. searched physically? I think there was a dog. Were you physically searched? I think a dog looked at me. I think they had a dog, and I think the dog kind of gave me a look, and they thought he was maybe picking something up. But uh, it says arrested. Question so he was. Mark. A, they had a sneer. A dog. Yeah. <laughs> says a dog uh, who just looked at you. Oh my! Oh my God. goodness! The, the producers collapsed. What's oh, happened? No. Oh well, we'll have a look after. Let's carry on with this. <laughs> Still keep talking about terrorism. Even she did smell of alcohol this morning. I was um, I was once stopped by the police when I was about seventeen, and the policeman actually said, unironically, "I eat people like you for breakfast." So, <laughs> can you believe that? <laughs> well, it was Armin Mivers, the uh, German cannibal. Oh no, my no, it God. was uh, <laughs> Frank. It's about time he got a name check. Why were you stopped by the police then? Oh, I think I was. Um, you were in drunk? a sausage costume. I was drunk, and I'd um, I'd moved a uh, bin. I moved a bin to a, a place where you know it's just inconvenient in the middle of the road. I put a bin in the middle of the road. <laughs> well, I okay? can top you all because I had. You a can top us all. Yes. Oh, God, it is arm in oh. life. I c- I had a police officer actually turn up at my work once. Oh. Yeah. Go on. Well, the secretary. When can- you say your work. Well, this was some years ago. I was working at... Um, you weren't uh, just on a street. No. Nah. <laughs> <Hi. laughs> okay, sorry. Hello. I've tried to put those years behind me. Okay. Um, and the secretary came in and she said... Um, tried to put there's a lot a, there's of a police, behind There's you. a policeman... <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever. Don't. A policeman's waiting in the lobby for you. I said, what? So everyone stared at me. It was a walk of shame. I went into reception... And there was a policeman there, and it turned out I met him at a party, and he fancied me, and he wanted to take me out, and he turned up at my work. It's <laughs> as simple as that, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Just turn up. Did he have a warrant? <laughs> <laughs> he had a warrant, apparently. Oh. Yeah, which is... He's, he's bred rabbits for a living. <laughs> um, well, that's, I had a friend who... Um, she got burgled, and, mm. and someone... A policeman came round, and uh, they had... Um, they had intercourse. No. Yeah. yeah, she just went, she thought he was nice. And I like the way you said that, like you were in a, in a witness box or something. Well, I was trying to think of a word that yeah. was acceptable. I used to, I had one of those police stop videos, you know those, you know, now they do them now, they do them on, on, the, on the telly, they have like celebrities voicing over, but in the early days they actually had um, policemen and it was fantastic. There was one that said, a nice quiet day <laughs> on Dagenham High Street. <laughs> Until this character <laughs> decided to start playing silly buggers. And then there's another one. It says, Now look at this clown. <laughs> it, was it was all done in proper copper voice. I could have watched it all day. What's this joker doing? So, um, that's about it today, I think, is it? Yes. I'm just checking because I don't want to say goodbye and then have to come back. You know, like when you meet someone at the airport, you say goodbye oh, to someone. I hate that. Big emotion, you've been on holiday and then they're at, the, they're at the cab thing waiting there and you have to say a sort of a secondary goodbye. Hate that. Okay. Um, mm, good day to you. Absolute Radio.